0: Greetings, my dear friend. I'm so glad you've decided to join us on Faith FM Draft Time. Welcome to our program called Big Q&A, where we tackle the tough questions about God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is where we examine the latest religious trends happening in the world and see how they fit into the into Bible prophecy. I'm super excited to dive into these topics with you today. My name is Fabiano Nyonguru and I'm honored to be your host for the next hour on this radio station. I'm currently serving as the pastor of Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church as well as Sanai Seventh-day Adventist Church Company located in Daven Park, South Australia. Well, today we'll be be exploring the theme of New Year's resolutions. And our topic for today is a better spiritual life. Is it possible? Let's dive right in. Well, let me introduce our co-host for today, Pastor Hugh Heenan. How have you been, Pastor Hugh?
1: Oh, very well, Pastor Fabiano. Very well uh, indeed. Wonderful. And it's great to be with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, and I've enjoyed, uh, you know, having you on the radio program throughout this year. We've had a wonderful time together and the year is ending, another year is coming in. What a what a journey it has been! It certainly has, yes. and it's been a, it's been a wonderful year, and uh-huh. uh, you know, looking forward to
1: the next year. Correct, you know, onwards and yeah. upwards is, yeah. a, is a real motto of mine, <laughs> and of course, in the Christian life, yes, uh, that's what it's all about too. Is you know, mm. onwards yes. uh, by God's calling and upwards on the upwards way towards. Amen,
0: heaven heaven. amen. Yes. Ah, yes. oh, that's wonderful. And so, friends, if you are listening from uh, across the country, please do connect with us. The number you need is zero four triple eight eight zero eight eleven. And I'm curious to know actually where you're listening from. So please do connect with us and send us a text. And uh, also, uh, if you love listening to Faith FM, hey, just know that uh, you can have a Faith FM app on your phone. You can use that to listen to Faith FM when uh, the signal is not as, uh, as good. You can just, so long as you have data, you can just, Open the app and uh, use that to listen to Faith FM. Uh, interact with Faith FM and listen to other programs and uh, and uh, previous presentations on uh, on the draft time program and many many other wonderful uh, uh, programs that are being aired across the country. So once again, the number you need is zero four triple eight eight o eight eleven. Now, friends, I've got something interesting to share with you. Now. Many of you know that around this time of the year, there's a lot of talk about what the new year is going to be like. Uh, Obviously, coming uh, from the Christmas season, many people have... uh, Purchase a lot of things. They have uh, maybe purchased some diaries, and uh, they're thinking about, uh, you know, what's going to be in that new diary. And uh, yeah, so many, many wonderful things. And I found an interesting news outlet which I've never heard of before, but I I was captivated by the title. And this news outlet is Saint Vincent Times. Hmm. Saint Vincent Times, uh, a, a new uh, recently. Uh, it's it's an organization that you know, Kim, I guess. Uh, uh, to the uh, media landscape uh, not long ago, in 2015. Uh, but uh, yeah, so they've published this article and the title is Here's How to Achieve Your New Year's Goals. Uh, and they have here in uh, quotation marks New Year, New Me. New year, new me, our friends, let me summarize what they 're saying in this article. They say that the arrival of a new year often aspires many of us to set new year 's resolutions however it 's important to approach them with a mindset that embraces. Progress over perfection. The key to sustainable change lies in organization and clarity. Breaking down objectives into smaller manageable parts uh, can significantly reduce the feeling of being overwhelmed. Categorizing goals into different time frames and writing them down can provide a visual reminder of what you are working towards. Maintaining a diary uh, or any record-keeping tool can significantly bluster your efforts in in, uh, achieving your goals. You know, regularly reviewing and updating your goals not only helps in tracking progress, but also keeps you accountable celebrate the small victories along the way and don't be too hard on yourself uh uh for the setbacks. And there's a lot of things which they say they share in this article which to me comes back to okay, uh management, writing, reviewing, okay, going over all of that. But then they uh, get into uh other practical things too such as and maybe let me read here what they're saying. They're saying that living within one's means is fundamental principle that can significantly impact one's ability to achieve their objectives and to combat uh Financial strain, uh, save a portion of your income constantly. So be consistent. And then a few lines down, they say something to this effect uh, that, um, uh, you know, furthermore, this habit cultivates patience and delayed gratification. Uh, Quality is essential uh, for long term success. But then, but then, even better yet, they say the 1% principle is what we need to uh, work on. And that is. The 1% principle revolves around the idea of making small incremental improvements daily with the aim of being 1% better than the day before. We could just leave it there. Now, obviously, they offer many wonderful tips on, you know, how to uh, organize yourself and how to track progress and all of that, which are all good, but we know that, hey, some of us struggle uh, uh, in adopting new habits uh, and many a times um and I'm guilty of that as I'm talking to you I'm I'm thinking about my habit tracker which I have you know hanging um uh, uh office there which I am struggling to uh, maintain but um hey but maybe this is going to be my new year's resolution but one thing that I liked about uh, this uh, news article is this principle the 1% principle it's possible that you've heard of it before for me it's new and it sounds meant and it sounds like it can actually help me progress, improve, and 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 uh, yeah. So the one percent principle revolves around the idea of making small incremental improvements daily. I wonder whether there's um, something you can share, Pastor Hugh, uh, about this idea of the one percent principle and 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 how that can actually help you grow. Yeah, mm. what are your thoughts? I think that's really powerful what you've shared there,
1: Fabiano, and cool. I, I'll tell you why, because uh, yeah, what they've all said, all the experts have said uh, right. increasingly, it's like a, an ever-increasing crescendo uh-huh. of, of, uh, of uh, agreement on this, and right. that is that when it comes to New Year's resolutions, it is so important uh-huh. not to say, well, I'm going to uh, you know, lose 50 kilos this this year, mm. Uh, mm. but rather instead, instead say, well, you know, that's a big goal, rather instead yes. break it down into smaller constituent parts and say, well, okay, maybe, maybe what? What we can look at is, you know, those little incremental steps yes. that will happen, you know, each day, uh, yeah. and things which are manageable, yes. and and look at maybe say losing one kilo, uh-huh. uh, or even half a kilo, but right. but one kilo, or maybe even two, yes, uh, but probably more like one per week. Wonderful. Uh, and, right. and just gradually, little by little, yes, you know, uh, eat. Little chunks of that, maybe not <laughs> eat like your way to losing weight, but rather <laughs> instead, uh, you know, gradually make your way towards that, that goal. Likewise, a person who says, well, I'm going to run a marathon. Well, maybe mm. you might like to just think about, I'm just going to walk from one street post, one stovey pole, as we say here in uh, South Australia, to the next one. Yes. You know, and, and so, it, so it goes. Just just starting small mm. because big things yes. start small. Right and and, right, and and small is beautiful. Oh, because yes. Because it's attainable. Amen. Uh, and so, <laughs> uh, we've all heard of the SMART goals, haven't we? You know, yes. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic. Realistic. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like that. That's uh-huh. a big one. Yes. And time-bound. So, Wonderful. make sure that you're not just saying, yeah, whether it's a big goal or a small goal, yes. uh, make sure you're saying it's going to be within a certain time frame. But if yeah, it's yeah. the smaller goal, which uh-huh. is more manageable, yes. it's much more likely you're going to attain it, rather than be at the end of mm. January saying, oh, yes. I've already broken all my new year's resolutions. Oh. Uh, I didn't I didn't get there sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, And yeah. and you can always restart. You can always reset. Mm. Don't don't yeah. beat yourself up and yes. say, well, I didn't I didn't make it, didn't start it by this time. No, I'm going to start it now. <laughs> that's so it, you know, that's a, new it. Year, a new year, a new you, a new year. Well, maybe it's a new February, a new year. <laughs> Possibly. Maybe you. Possibly How does this relate to the spiritual life? Because right. Sometimes people say, "Well, I can see how it might work when it comes to my finances, when it comes mm-hmm. to you know losing weight, when it comes yeah. to spending more time with my friends and family, right. all those typical goals we talk about at New Year's." Correct. Uh, but in the spiritual life, the same thing holds true. Right. And I find it really interesting that uh, when you look in the Old Testament, uh-huh. that uh, when they talked about making their way into the presence of the Lord, uh-huh. that they would talk about uh, you know it's the step. Into the presence of the Lord, right? And there were songs that they would sing, yes, just to keep them encouraged and enthused Wonderful. as they would make their way up the steps into the temple, Wonderful. into God's presence, yeah, closer and closer to God, mm. more and more like Him, yes, um, attracted to the One who makes us like Him, uh-huh. and they'd sing these songs of ascents as they yeah. made their way, one step. At, at a time, a time. Mm. and when you come to the New Testament, the same thing holds true. Yes. What I find really interesting about that uh-huh. is that, for example, sometimes we talk about you know the spiritual life. We think, well. Um, uh, how do I How do I change? Well, you know what? You can't change yourself spiritually. Correct. You have to place yourself in the hands of God and allow Him to gradually change you, being bathed in His Word, being encouraged and supported and transformed by His Word, the renewing yes. of His Word in your wow. life. And then, little by little, taking steps that He is nudging you towards. Because oh, it's yeah. the Lord who... You know, ma- many of them plans in a man's heart, but it's the yes. Lord who directs our steps. Amen. Uh, and uh, even when it comes to, say... Uh, and this is wonderful. It's no longer we going to the temple. Uh-huh. It's now the Spirit That's coming right. within us. Amen. And we're saying, Lord, come in and take up residence within my life. Yes. And, and may I become your temple wow. within which you live. So no longer I who live, but you who live mm. within me. Uh, yes. And even when we talk about that in the context of the fruit of the Spirit. Yes. You know, the fruit of the Spirit is love. Yes, joy, And all the different peace. expressions yes. of mm-hmm. love that mm-hmm. follow that, right? Yes. Um, and... <laughs> right through into self-control. Yes, right? yes,
0: <laughs> exactly. But notice yeah. this:
1: what follows after? We often miss this. Verse uh-huh. twenty-five uh, of Galatians uh, chapter five says this. Uh, it says, uh, "Since we live by the Spirit, let mm. us keep in step. Keep in step with that's the interesting. Right? Yeah. So, so one step at, at a time, time as mm. he prompts you, as he guides you, as he leads you, and, and as he does so, take that next step. Wonderful, yeah. Take that next step after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't try and rush ahead and run ahead of God. Don't yes. fall behind. Just one step at a time. Wow. It makes it so much easier when you've got a companion with you in the journey. And this is what yes. they say, all the experts say, with all the other resolutions, uh-huh. is you need people around you that will support you. Correct. How much more so, how much more wonderful it is that God is like that with us step by step as well. Wow. The Apostle Peter, he talks about this too. Yes. Uh, when you come to Second Peter chapter 1, and you take a look at there at verse 5. Mm-hmm. He, he, having talked about <clears throat> how we've escaped by God's grace, yes. all we need is, all we need, we already have in Jesus. Uh-huh. And we've escaped by God's grace into his kingdom from, from the corruption of this world. And then he says, for this reason, make every effort to add to your faith faith, uh-huh. faith not in yourself, faith yes, in God, yes, yes, yes. Right? what he can do in you and through you, but add to your faith goodness and then to goodness knowledge. Wow. And then to knowledge self-control, uh-huh. and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, wow. and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. Mm. For if you possess these qualities in increasing, you, one could say incremental yes. measure, yes. they'll keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge mm. of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. Um, and you know, look, in other words, <clears throat> um, don't try and do it all at once. Yeah, that's Imagine it. Imagine trying to be all those things at one time. You impossible. can't even do it anyway. No, <laughs> God does it through you, <laughs> Correct. and then just add to that by His wow. grace and leading wow. mm-hmm. one step mm-hmm. at a time mm-hmm. in this new year to come. And one more thought: Yes, be like the Apostle Paul, who right. says, "Not that I've attained to all these things, right. this great yes. big bunch of uh, yes. uh, goals or what could be, yes. but forgetting what is behind, wow. I stretch forward to that which the Lord takes a hold of me for. And yes, that's the kingdom yes. to come, yes. the new life yes. that is wow. ours to be to be lived and to to have by His grace. Uh-huh. So don't be overwhelmed be uh, uh, be rather instead uh, uh,
0: empowered by God yes. uh, in this new year to come. Wow. Hey, that is amazing. Dear friends, I'm looking forward uh, to the new year, and uh, these are wonderful uh, principles definitely to keep in mind as we come into this new year. And uh, really, uh, as I think about the new year, I know that, Myself I've got a number of things that I would love to improve on, but definitely uh, the spiritual uh, life is always for me at the forefront of this because i I hold it to be so important and mm-hmm. it could be that that is for you as well. and so in this program, we'll be exploring that and once again, the topic is a better spiritual life is it possible? So we'll find out from the study and uh, and I believe that uh, you'll be blessed immensely once again, the beauty of the one percent uh, principle is that it is simple, it's adaptable, it's manageable, it's realistic, and and you are not trying to uh, attempt so much to the point you overwhelm this yourself. And so, in a sense, you are journeying. That's mm. amazing. And and once again, what I love about what Pastor Hugh had just shared is the fact that we have someone who will journey with us, mm. and that is the Holy Spirit. Well, Amen. praise God for that. Now, dear friends, uh, we are coming to a short break, but let's pray first. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for this Opportunity to really be on the radio program today, sharing with friends, sharing with uh, uh, listeners all across the country. Uh, in this, uh, at the end of the year, as we are looking into a new year, what an excitement! I can imagine families are together, uh, mm. people are people have dreams. Lord, I pray that uh, mm. that as we share on the radio, that we may speak life into people and inspire people uh, to um, strive to you know to some. Greater heights and uh, uh, better uh, um, resolutions in this new year. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, friends, if you're interested, we've got a free giveaway today. So, please stay with us. We'll let you know how to get that shortly. And uh, once again, you need our number uh, to be able to claim that.
1: Text in your thoughts on o four triple eight eight zero eight double one. That's o four triple eight eight zero eight double one.
0: So let's come to a short break, uh, have a song, and we'll be right back.
1: This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.
2: Oh, worship the King, glorious above, and pray-
0: Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano Nyonguru, and our co-host is Pastor Hugh Hinen, a regular on the radio program. Well, our theme for this week has been New Year's, um, but uh, today's topic is a better spiritual life. Is it possible? What are your thoughts, Pastor Hugh? Is it possible to have a better spiritual life or, uh, uh, you know, can I revive my spiritual life um Yeah, for this new year.
1: Mm, that's a really great question, Fabiano. And a really important question as well, because I think there's a lot of people out there, uh, ourselves included, and if you're a living, breathing human being, if you still have a pulse, uh, and a brainwave then all of us know that we face challenges and difficulties in our life and yeah you know, i guess there's times where we think to ourselves well you know i wish i was less irritable i wish i was more uh, enthusiastic and and gracious in my speech yeah you know, i wish i was less um uh, angered by by certain things or or less uh, uh less troubled and anxious uh and and more at peace and and more filled with joy and and i guess contagiously in a way that that uh, changes people's attitudes around me, not just my own. Uh, but the fact of the matter is the question you asked was really intriguing. The worded question was, well, how can I revive my spiritual life? Is it possible for me to revive my spiritual life? And I'm going to start out by saying something that nobody wants to hear. Mm. No, it is not possible for you to revive your own spiritual life but the good news so keep listening to the radio because the good news is yes it is possible it's more than possible for god to revive your spiritual life his life lived within you you know the fact is that many of us want to to live uh, above the storms of life We want to be like an eagle above the storm and 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 soar on on heights uh, above the land but the fact is that God is the wind beneath our wings. God is the spirit of peace, of love and joy that uh, desires to dwell within us. We are designed not to be God, but to be the temple of God. And so God wants to live within us and he can revive us and renew a a, a whole new vibrant life. Now, I've got a question I want to ask in turn, Fabiano. Uh, and it's <laughs> not just for you, it's for all of our listeners. I think that uh, yeah, sometimes, <laughs> let me put it this way, Uh you know, who wants, Fabiano, do you want, listener, do you want uh, to, when you wake up each morning, do you think to yourself, I want to be a sick and defeated Christian, a yes, sick miserable, defeated person? <laughs>
0: Definitely not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. None of us. None of us wakes up thinking to ourselves, "That's what I want to be." That's not what we want to be. We want to be something the opposite to that. We want to be full of victory and health and life, uh, hmm. as as a Christian and as a child of God. But then, let me ask you this, um, Fabiano. Uh, you can answer this if you like, um, yeah. but maybe our listeners can answer it in their own minds as well. And that is, <laughs> do you know someone? Do you know people around you, maybe, who are living like sick and defeated Christians who maybe, maybe even somewhat misery guts, we could say, everywhere they go, there's negativity in a dark cloud? Do you know people like that?
0: Sadly, uh, from a human perspective. I perceive that there are some who are like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's safe to say, Fabio, because I'm going to say the same thing. I, I've met people that uh, have said, you know, look, I'm uh, I'm a Christian, uh, but unfortunately, they don't always sound like that." I remember one man. Uh, you know, he remained nameless. Uh, this happened in a different time, a different place. Uh, but one day, he got up to preach. This is this literally happened. A true story. Uh, In, uh, sad to say, in uh, a church where it was a new church for me, Uh, I I hope and pray, I know looking back, it didn't stay this way. But this this man, uh, he got up and he said, "Um, today, I want to talk to you about joy, how to have joy. <laughs> and, and, and literally, that's how it sounded. Uh, so there were, there were sometimes we 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 know conceptually, we know intellectually what life with Christ is meant to be like. But in actual fact, uh, are we experiencing it for ourselves? Um, the fact is, we can. That mm-hmm. man can, and I believe went on to do so. Uh, I believe, and I know that that's happened in my life. That my life has been revived by the Spirit of God. And I'm looking at Fabiana right now, and I can see in his face. Yes, he also has experienced revival and to be revived and have new life breathed into him. Uh, and, you know, I want to share with our listeners a really hopeful story. It doesn't start out that way, but it really is a very powerful example of what God can do in our life and reviving us. And I, I pray that everyone that is listening will be revived uh, and brought into a new, uh, a, a new uh, powerful period of living in Christ, full of joy, filled with the spirit living a life of mercy, living a life of grace and forgiveness in 2023. The passage I've got in mind is actually from the Old Testament, and it's found in the book of Ezekiel. In Ezekiel chapter 37, it says this. uh, By the way, uh, just a bit of background to this before I read the passage, was that Ezekiel had just been told by God, God had said to him, you know what, my people are not living the way that I want them to live, to live their best life, to live a life that is filled with my spirit, uh, and in fact, so much so that uh they have uh, begun to, in, in some respects, uh, live in a way that is dishonoring me. And, and yet God persists with his people. And in chapter 37 of Ezekiel, uh, he says this to Ezekiel. He says, the hand of the Lord was on me, says Ezekiel, and he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord. And he set me in the middle of a valley. Some of our listeners, some of you might be feeling like I'm in a bit of a valley right now. I can't wait to come out of the Rift Valley and come up come out Kilimanjaro uh, in 2023. <laughs> uh, and in this valley, it was full of bones. Hmm. And he led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. Hmm. And he asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I said, Sovereign Lord, Uh, You alone know. That's a good answer because it wasn't in the power or authority of Ezekiel to make those bones live. And so he says, well, Lord, you know. And God said to Ezekiel, he said, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter into you and you will did that say maybe? It didn't did it? It said might, did it? What did it say, Fabiano? I'm
0: trying to remember, but definitely it wasn't it wasn't imagine. it wasn't may. <laughs> it was will,
1: wasn't it? It will, right. it shall come to life. I will, not I, you know, if I feel like it, no, I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. You know, there's nothing impossible, Fabiana. There's nothing impossible, listener, for God. God is able to bring to life, not just someone who, you know, uh, had a near death experience, not only someone who, uh, has sort of gone a little astray for a few moments, uh, in their mind or their heart, uh, but someone who has ended up in the valley of dry bones, you know, there's not even any moisture left in the marrow of those bones. Those bones are dry and dusty and dead. Uh, they are of only any interest at all to an archaeologist or a paleontologist. They're certainly of no interest to any other person. But God says, I'm interested in you. And I want, you, know, you might feel like you're dry and dusty and there's no way back you know what, I'm going to revive you, I'm going to breathe new life into you and revive a breath, the breath of life within you and attach tendons and flesh and give you strength uh, to live the life I'm calling you to. Then I'm going to give you that life and you will then know that I am the Lord. You know, so often, Fabio, and I think that many of us, we get to a point sometimes where we've sort of been led astray a little bit and we end up thinking, you know, do I really know that God is God? You know, it seems like the giants in my life, the difficulties that I'm facing, the insurmountable mountains that are in front of me, they seem to be bigger and more prominent than God. But God says, you know what? Even when you're in the valley and you're in the valley of dry bones, the lowest ebb, know that I'm the Lord and I can revive you and bring new life to you. Amen. And he uh, <clears throat> goes on and uh Ezekiel says he prophesies, and as he's prophesying, there's a there's a noise, there's a there's a rattling, and the bones come together, bone on bone. That wouldn't have been very comfortable, uh, <laughs> but God isn't wanting to, us to be comfortable. God is wanting us to to come alive. And so I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, beginning to become recognizable again. We we beginning to realize who we are again in God, and but there was no breath in them. Hmm. And you can't really be alive if there's no breath in you. And he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of God, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says, come breathe from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. And so I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. And he said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. Our bones are dried up. Our hope is gone. We are cut off. They have said, but I say, I'm going to bring you back to life. I'll put my spirit in you and you will live. You'll be revived, in other words, and I'll settle you and uh, provide for you. So I, the Lord, have spoken. I've done it. And, you know, it's really interesting that uh, he's not just doing this for the individual listener. He says, I want to do this for an army, uh, a great gathering, a wonderful big throng of of all those who are within the sound of my voice. And so I prayed as uh, as people are tuning in to this program uh, with us Fabiano that that we can realize that can you imagine a whole body of people and maybe a whole church, maybe a cluster of churches across Adelaide, around the world, being breathed into by the breath of God in 2023, you know, nothing would be impossible for that group of people. Nothing would stand in the way of uh, those people living the life that God has called them to. And so what I'd really like to just say tonight or, you know, at any time that you might be listening to this online or, or live is uh, to say that, uh, but uh, is to say really, that uh, you, you know, how can you live such a life? I don't want to, uh, uh, don't want to leave our listeners uh, sort of thinking, okay, it's one good thing to know that God can do this for me, but how is it going to happen, and how can I make myself available to God for this to occur? So, I would really like, perhaps, in our time uh, together, to to explore how this can be possible for you personally as a listener, uh, and uh, and continually also for myself and Fabiano to This can be your experience.
0: Hmm. Wow, that's powerful and that's moving. And um uh truly God is able to do far more than we can imagine. And um truly, I'm reminded even with uh the book of Psalms, um, there in Psalms 119. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh David continually, you know, says, Revive me, O Lord, revive me by your word. And uh so truly God can uh revive us back, uh, revive us back into that life, or if we were not into that life, that spiritual life, that vitality uh, can be, uh, you know, given us, and God can, um, you know, uh, bring us alive uh, in Christ, mm. for sure. Mm. Wow, that's powerful. It sure is. Yeah, I guess another question, too, that I would have, uh, Pastor Hugh, some people are going to be making, uh, uh, what do they call them? Uh, New Year's resolutions, uh, what are some of the practical things that people can do? I know that it's one thing to make a new year's resolution, but it's another thing to follow it up. I mean, what are some of the practical ways then that, um, uh, you know, that, that, that people should, I guess, uh, think about? Um, what are some of the practical things? Maybe this is a better way to ask the question. What are some of the practical stuff or things that people can do, uh, in order to uh, allow God to work in them, mm. so they can be revived.
1: Mm. Yeah, great question. I'm glad you asked that question, Fabiana. Because yeah, the fact of the matter is that I guess that New Year's resolutions tend to be um, the uh, the promises that we've, we we fail to keep after January, uh, <laughs> or even sooner. And so you know, we need more than just willpower because willpower will until it won't. Willpower continues to, to will something until it finds something else to, to exert its powers and strengths and its will towards. And we're mm-hmm. easily distracted. Uh, we're easily uh, turned off track uh, as human beings. And we forget just how important what something was to us, you know, really a matter of days or, or weeks into uh, with great intentions, great expectations. So I think the first thing is we need to allow God not to work on our will so much as upon our nature so much upon our inclination
2: hmm. and allow
1: God to uh, uh, have us be born again. You're the great secret. And it's, let, let it be no secret any longer. I want everyone to know this. is that <laughs> If we're going to live this new life, uh, a, a life filled with the Spirit of God, we must be born again again you know Jesus said this uh, to Nicodemus first person he said it to uh, and just to give us some hope to our listeners Nicodemus means a leader of the people this man certainly was a leader of the people uh you know, he should have known these things that Jesus was telling <laughs> him about uh, yes. and yet he didn't or at least he wasn't uh, seemingly empowered to to live that way and, and Jesus said to him, you know what uh, stop essentially Jesus was saying stop trying by your own strength, And intellect and ability and insight, because they're limited, they'll only take you so far, you will end up in the dry bones, the valley of dry bones. Uh, Let me instead allow you to be born again. You know, if you want to have a new life, you've got to be born Right. To live. Right. And and so uh, do I mean that you've got to go back into your mother's womb and, and be born again? Well, I don't think that would be very advisable for poor old mum in uh, <laughs> 2023. Uh, let's have a bit of mercy on her. Uh, but rather instead, what we're talking about here is having a whole new spirit, you know, a whole new attitude, a new way of living birthed within you. Yeah, we've just come out of the Christmas period. We talked about the birth of Christ. Jesus was born into this sin-sick world that we might be born ourselves also by his, his strength into a whole new life. Wonderful. So he was born to die that we might be born to live. This is an opportunity for us to have birthed within us not just a new beginning, but a whole new life born of the Spirit, born of God. Now, why is that so vital? to living a healthy and a victorious and a revived life. Let me tell you, it's possible. It's more than possible for God. Well, the Bible tells us in 1 John chapter 3, uh, and uh, there in verse 9, it says something very interesting. Let me uh, find it within my Bible here. 1 John 3 and verse 9 uh, has uh, this to say. My fingers just can't move quick enough uh, out of enthusiasm for this text. So here we are, 1 John 3, verse 9. Uh, It says here, no one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in him. Mm -hmm. He cannot go on sinning because he has been born of God. Now, this is not saying that you're going to become perfect, that that there's not going to be any such thing as any kind of sin in your life or that it will never occur again this side of heaven. No, no, no. What it's saying here is that habitual, continual sinning has its day. It's done. Uh, it's going to die, and a whole new life is going to come, kind uh, of come sweeping in uh, and take its place. And and how does that happen? As we're born of God, as you're born of God, <clears throat> then uh, our inclinations, our, our uh, intentions, uh, our spirit, mm. uh, and and the, the the nature of of God, uh, His spirit living within us begins to lead us in a whole new pathway. And when we're born of God, we cannot just think habitually keep on sinning, but rather instead, his spirit will lead us away from sin. And yes, sure, we will fall into sin from time to time. But God says this also, he says in 1 John 5 and verse 4, he says, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. So in other words, look, you'll be an overcomer. Now, This is not saying that you will be, again, perfect. It's just saying that you're going to have something to overcome. Yeah, we've all got something to overcome. Uh, so everyone born of God overcomes and will continue to overcome. A whole new path, a whole new life is beginning to be lived. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Hmm. So, now, the question that has to be asked, well, faith or trust, is it trust in ourselves? Well, no, because we needed to be born again. So it wasn't trust in us. It was trust in The new life being born within us by God. Verse five says, Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the son of God. You will only become a son or a daughter of God in a new life, uh, uh, breathed by, you know, uh, indwelling of his spirit breathed into you. You'll only have that experience as you believe in the one who is the son of God. And this is the victory that will help you overcome in 2023. I think God's calling you there, Fabiano, on your phone.
0: <laughs> That's right. My apologies. I didn't realize my my phone was still on. I thought it was on uh, do not disturb mode. <laughs>
1: uh, I better turn mine off just in case. All right, there we go. Hey, so so this is the really important secret. Let it not be a secret any longer. We must be born again. Uh, now this is uh, this is so very important for us if we are to to overcome and we're to live this new life in Christ. Now. <clears throat> I want you to notice there that this leads us on to point number two that I want to share with us in this program. Uh, And that is that, you know, it's the one who believes in the son of God who will overcome or have victory and be an overcomer in life and be able to live this new life in Christ. So in other words, uh, what's also important is that we believe and claim the promises of God's word that you can overcome and start winning over sinning, start winning over uh, the uh, the previous inclination to always be going into into dark paths. Um, mm. And so what did we just read? We read that uh, the one who overcomes is the one who believes and believes in the Son of God, believes in his promises. You know, as um, uh, as Jesus himself said, all things are possible for the one who believes. Wow. And then he says, do you believe this? And they said, well, yes. Uh, and But Jesus wants us to say, yes, yes, and amen. I believe you when you say it, Lord. And when we believe, then we shall receive. And so God wants us to receive this whole new life in him. It's really important for us then to believe and claim and then begin to live according to the promises of God as if they're already happening. Because you know what? When you believe, it's already begun. And, uh, and we've already begun to walk in that, that path hmm. with God. So that, those are two things. The third thing I'll probably add to that is that, again, centered on Jesus is that we need to think of, dwell upon, and live in awe and wonder of Jesus. Right. Uh, and when we contemplate the life of Jesus and we look upon him, our lives are changed for the better. You know, we, we will be inspired to live as he lived. As beholding, we become changed, and, and we become like the one who tells us to take heart because He's overcome the world. You know, A follower is only as inspired and powerful and enabled as their leader. Hmm. Leader sets the tone. There's been no greater leader in the history of the world in all time and eternity than Jesus. And so Jesus says, you know, uh, take heart. I've already overcome the world. And As we look to him, we too following with him will begin to overcome. And let me just hasten to add that. There are three things we need to let go of as we take a hold of Jesus to live an inspired revived life. And and one of those things is that uh, we need to start willfully living in known sin. There's going to be things we don't know about and God's going to open our eyes to, but but there's certain things that we need to we, we need to acknowledge and confess, hey, look, this doesn't belong here anymore. I need to let it go. I need to declutter my spiritual life and throw that out. Uh and um, it's doing me no good. The other thing is um, a critical spirit, mm. you know, that, that feeds on the faults of others. You know, as long as we're pointing at others, we'll continue to think that we're better than them. Mm. And so, what need do we then have to improve, to grow, to mature, to live this full and and uh, uh, and revived life? Mm. We're already better than somebody else. You know, of course, we're only fooling ourselves because we're not. Uh, but so often that's, that becomes a, a crutch or a, or a substitute for the real thing. And that's Jesus. And then the other thing would be to continually focus on our own faults. Yeah, we're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes, hmm. but God doesn't point at us and say, well, I don't want to know you anymore. No, Jesus says, I open up my arms wide and, and I, I've died upon you, for you upon the cross. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to continue now to live for you. I'm going to support you, encourage you. I'm going to walk along beside you. Uh, I'm going to lift you up when you fall down. I'm going to dust you off and set you back on that path again by grace. And so <clears throat> we need to stop focusing on our own faults and start focusing on the goodness and the grace, the love and forgiveness of Jesus. And that will help us to keep walking on the upward way and, and, and enjoy that revived life with God. Um, because after all, uh, as we read in Hebrews, let me uh, hasten to say what the scripture says, uh, Hebrews chapter 12 puts it this way. So Hebrews chapter 12 and verse one, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off or discard everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, you know, wants to trip us up and sees full flat on our face. Let's just, you know, throw that off. And instead, run with perseverance the race marked out for us. How we mm-hmm. do that? Well, verse two says, "Let us fix our eyes on Jesus." Mm. Now, if you ever run a race, Fabiano, and I, you look like a runner to me, you look like you could run. <laughs> but you know, if, if if you run a race, you yeah. know the secret to winning that race—not necessarily against anyone else, but just with respect to your own personal best—is that you are looking to the finish line, and That's you are right. laser-like looking towards the finish with the end in mind from the beginning. Amen. And let, let that image, that vision, dissipate from your mind. Hmm. Uh, and so Hebrews tells us, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, not on ourselves, on Jesus, not on somebody else, on Jesus. Hmm. Let's fix our eyes on him, the author and perfecter of our faith. And what does our faith do for us? It helps us so overcome the world. Hmm. Who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men hmm. so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. You know, we're going to face some struggles and difficulties, but none so great as what Jesus faced. So let's hmm. keep our eyes fixed on him and see what he did for us so that we will continue to uh, to, to move forward and Focus on him and receive of his life and this revived new life, born again of him, so that we won't grow weary and lose heart in the year ahead. So you know, there's just a few pointers there and, and not make it about ourselves, because that's, I think, the big mistake that we make from one new year to another so often. What do you think, Oh,
0: uh, Those are wonderful points that you have brought out and very practical as well. So I'm very thankful there. And, uh, and you also touched on a very important point, I believe, to be honest, um, especially when it comes to, uh, spiritual revival, we must be willing to let go of that life, which, uh, is not in harmony with God's will and allow God to work in and through us and give us new life. And that means, obviously, we must then come to a point where we hate sin and the Holy Spirit, uh, the Holy Spirit helps us with that because once again, it is that sin which works in us uh more like mold, you know, uh would do whatever for to be ingested. And so we really want to uh by God's help leave that behind. And so yeah, let's come to a short break as we digest what we have just uh learned uh and heard and uh and uh as we also prayerfully consider uh, uh, what we need to bring into our prayer as we ask god to revive us and as we look forward to the new year uh some of the uh things that we would like god to do in us let us take time to reflect on that as we come to this short break so i'll just like to remind those who are listening that we do have a free giveaway and shortly i'll let you know what uh that is but please keep this number with you zero four three four eight 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 eleven. Now, the song we're going to listen to, it's a favorite song of mine, one that actually, uh, what should I say, one that uh, really, uh, I guess, captures what you have just shared there, especially the one about the value of the bonds, uh, the story there. And so I hope that we will enjoy this as we uh, take this short break. And then shortly after that, uh, we'll be right back, and then I'll let you know what that free giveaway is. And so, my friend, Uh, Stay with us and we'll be right back. We're going
3: to sing about the valley of the dry bones. Ezekiel prophesied the bones would live again. He said that the bones would. Connected them. dry bones, Ezekiel connected them. Dry bones, now hear the word of the Lord. The toe bone connected to the foot bone, the foot bone connected to the ankle bone, the ankle bone connected to the leg bone, the leg bone connected to the knee bone, the knee bone connected to the bone, The hip-bone, thigh bone connected to the hip bone. The hip bone connected to the back bone. The back bone connected to the shoulder bone. The shoulder bone connected to the neck bone. The neck bone connected to the head bone. Now hear the word of the Lord. Them bones, them bones gonna walk around. 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 Now hear the word of the Lord. Disconnect them bones, Emma, dry bones, disconnect them bones, Emma, dry bones, disconnect them bones, Emma, dry bones, now hear the word of the Lord. The head bone connected from the neck bone. The neck bone connected from the shoulder bone. The shoulder bone connected from the back bone. The back bone connected from the hip bone. The hip bone connected from the thigh bone. The thigh bone connected from the knee bone. the knee bone connected from the leg bone. The leg bone connected from the ankle bone. The ankle bone connected from the foot bone. The foot bone connected from the toe bone. Now hear the word of the Lord. Them bones, them bones gonna leave again Them bones, them bones gonna walk around Them bones, them bones gonna praise the Lord Now hear the word of the Lord Them bones, them bones, and dry bones Them bones, and dry
0: Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time. Big Q&A with Fabiano Nyonghuru, and our co-host for today is Pastor Hugh Heenan, uh, a regular on the Draft Time program. And the theme for this week has been New Year's resolutions. However, the, the topic for today has been a better spiritual life. Is it possible? Now, friends, I have promise that i'll let you know how to get this free giveaway it is the book whole person health by david marshall you see whole person health is a state of complete physical mental social and spiritual well-being not merely the absence of disease so how is it achieved you really want to find out Are you interested? Well, jump onto the phone and send the following code word to us and that is SA151. You send that to the number 0488880811. Once you do that, the Faith FM bot will reply asking for all the necessary details and then we'll be able to mail that out to you. Now, Keep in mind that uh, the new year is beginning, so it may take a little while. So be patient, but it will definitely come. The number, once again, that you need is 4 And the code word that you need to send to us is SA-151. SA, as in the abbreviation, SA for South Australia, and the number 151, SA-151. So send that to us, and we'll make sure that we'll... Mail that giveaway to you, friends. You need this in this new year, and uh, we're excited. So coming back to the topic there, we have just heard uh, uh, some practical ways in which we can actually uh, have a revived spiritual life. Uh, and um, any more you'd like to add just before we come to the end of the program?
1: Yes, time is maybe against us a little bit here. So let me just very quickly say that in addition to what has already been shared, that uh we need to uh, to not only uh, uh, do uh, or allow ourselves to be born again uh, and and to dwell and to focus on Christ and allow Him to work within us, but we also need to regularly uh, feed on and follow God's Word, because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So, if you're going to have the faith that is born of God and the faith which is victorious and overcoming the world if you don't want to be miserable, you don't want to be defeated, uh, then you need to feed on the word of God. Um, you know, I find it really interesting. Uh, you mentioned this um, sort of briefly a little while ago, interesting enough, Fabiana, when you said that uh, in Psalm 119, you quoted Psalm 119, and, and in, in verse 105 of that, uh, it says that uh, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Uh, and this is really important because Um, In the Old Testament, and this has relevance to us in the New Testament church and and as Christians as well, um, the priest, uh, the high priest in the tabernacle of God, dwelling in the presence of God, uh, being in awe and wonder of who God is, nonetheless was uh, uh, commanded, was uh, impressed upon them earnestly by God to, you must, this was said several times, uh, you must, you must, you must, tend and to trim the lamp that was in uh, the tabernacle or in the temple of God, that lamp that would flicker and remind everyone that the light of God was still at work in, in a dark world and can be still at work within our heart and life and mind as well. And it represented the word of God uh, uh, in amongst God's people. And the priest was told that this was to be tended to and trimmed regularly, And also told how often, morning and evening, this was to happen. And so every day, a powerful practice uh, for us, a life-changing practice uh, to a revived Christian life, spirit-filled life, is uh, to morning and evening dwell upon the Word of God. And the Word of God is not just words on a page. It points us to the one who is the Word, who is our life, who is the bread of life, who is the one who gives us life, and that's Jesus. Amen. And so really important for us to be, you know, to to feel the need and then to feed upon the word of God. And then in concert with that as well, the priest was told that, hey, you need to pray at these times as well. And and so those two things go indivisibly together uh, if we're going to have a spirit-filled revived life in 2023. And that is to say, well, you know, um, there was great power in prayer. In fact, in the New Testament, in James chapter 5 and verse 16 uh, it points out here that uh, the prayer of a righteous man, a righteous person is powerful and effective. Now, we're not righteous in ourselves. We're righteous because Jesus has made our right, our life right. Uh, Jesus has set our ship aright, and he's got us back on the right path. And as we trust in him and have faith in him, he will do that for us each day. Um, but the, as we then pray, it's so powerful. It is so effective. Uh, now, how so? Well, the secret of, of a powerful and effective prayer uh, is that we pray like Elijah. Uh, now, Elijah was, the Bible tells us in the next verse, was a man just like us. You know, he wasn't any more righteous than anyone else. He wasn't any more uh, you know uh, powerful than anybody else, but he prayed earnestly and it that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. And then he rained, sorry, he prayed again and then it rained. And so, in other words, Earnest prayer, earnestly speaking with God, claiming His promises, allowing His life to be lived in us as we feed on God's Word will make for a very different new year, a much better new year, a revived one for all of us. Uh, and so uh, probably enough said there. I think we all understand, most people understand the importance of these things. But let me just go on to something which is often neglected and sorely needed uh, for us to live a revived life, uh, and that is that to be healthy, to be victorious, to be spirit-filled and revived we must and we need to share Jesus with others. You know, if we just keep Jesus to ourselves and we go along saying, oh, you know, Jesus is coming again and we don't tell anyone about it or, or we say, you know, oh, how I love Jesus and but we don't tell anyone about it. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? Uh, we are just going to end up uh, in our own little echo chamber, and we're going to end up like uh, the Dead Sea that uh, takes in the water of God, or like a dry and thirsty land that takes in the rains from above, but then doesn't provide flourishing or, or, or nourishing new life to others. It's mm-hmm. so as we share Jesus with others that we will be even more revived and empowered to live this life that God is calling us to. Because He'll say, "Well, you know what? Not only do I want to refresh you, I want to refresh others through you as well." In fact, in Revelation that great book at the end of the Bible that talks about, you know, uh, how or what God's aspirations and hopes and dreams are for his people and how we can live victorious um, even in the, uh, you know, the difficult times that the Bible describes towards the end of time. Uh, it tells us this in Revelation 12. Uh, it's in Revelation 12 in verse uh, 10, or rather, let me just, well, actually, yeah, that's from verse 10. It says, the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. There's someone who likes to be always accusing you, pointing the finger at you, making you feel bad about yourself. We need to look to Jesus and feel good about him and what he says about us and how he loves us and what what he he is able to do. Uh, and uh, as we do that, uh, the Bible says that they overcame him. They overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb, yes, by what Jesus has done for us and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. So let's share Jesus with others, and then we'll have uh, uh, the joy uh, that is made complete and the joy that is then magnified and multiplied by sharing the love of Jesus with those around us. And the last thing I'll probably just say quickly is that, you know, sometimes we can get so then proud of these achievements that actually had nothing to do with us. They had to do with Jesus living within us and changing us from the inside out by his grace. Um, let me just say that we should never, ever, never, ever claim to be sinless before Jesus returns. Amen. You know, the Bible tells us in first John, uh, and in chapter one, let me just uh, bring this up here. First John chapter one and verse, uh, eight, it says this. It says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Hmm. In fact, uh, verse 10 says, if we claim we have not sinned, we make him, that is Jesus, out to be a liar, and his word has no place in our lives. And we want his powerful word to make us victorious in our everyday living. So then what's the answer to that? Well, when you fall into sin, and we all do, confess your sin to Jesus. That's what I do. That's what helps me is not to say, well, Well, I'm too proud and I'm too good. No, no, I'm going to confess that I I did wrong. I'm going to fess up and get it right with God. And then by his grace, get up and move on to the calling that he has for me in life and to grow up into the whole measure of the fullness of not Hugh Heenan, not the whole full measure of Fabiano. No, 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 the whole measure of the fullness of Jesus. Amen. And, uh, and the, the secret to that is in the middle verse there in First John 1, 9, it says, if we confess our sins, hmm. mm, if we confess our sins, who's brave enough to do that today? Oh. I, I encourage you. I dare you. Confess your sin to God. You can trust him. Uh, then he'll be faithful and he'll be just, and he will forgive us our sins, and he will purify us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. so when we confess our sins, he will forgive, and he will cleanse, and he'll say, "You know what <clears throat> uh, i've uh, I'm going to cast that away from you like uh uh you know like the depths of the sea and like that, as far as the east is from the west, and I'm going to let you live this empowered life that that I want you to live, even if you did this bad thing against me." I'm only going to give you good because I love you so much. Uh, and so if we confess our sins, guess what? He will forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness, and he will empower us to live <clears throat> this new life as we as we live out these secrets each and every day. So, hey, let's be born again. Let's believe and claim God's promises. Let's think of, dwell on, and, and, and live in awe and wonder of Jesus. Let's feed on God's word. Let's pray regularly and earnestly. Uh, let's share Jesus with others. That's very powerful. Uh, so many don't do that, and then they wonder why they're so weak in their spiritual life. Uh, and then furthermore, never claim to be sinless because then it's all about you, but rather instead confess your need of Jesus. And uh, and then uh, one day, uh, on each day that we fall, that or or those times where we fall, uh, that he will help us to get up, dust us off, and move us onwards and upwards to the high calling that we have in Christ. And so, hey, that's my prayer that Fabiano that that will be revived. And uh, we remember those, those key points and secrets to living a healthy and a victorious Christian life as we look forward to the second coming of Jesus when he comes to receive us because we believed what he said and we're trusting in him
0: to be born again each and every new day. Amen. Shall we pray together? Father in heaven, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for the Holy Spirit and the work that he's able to do in us. In fact, Christ prayed just before he left this earth, and and he said that he'll send us another helper, the Holy Spirit, who will lead us into all truth, who will remind us of the things that Christ taught, and who will convict us of sin. And if we come to Romans chapter 8, it is he who also helps us and revives us. And Lord, we are so thankful. We are thankful for your word, which also gives us faith and he revives us once again. We're thankful for the work which you do in and through each one of us. In this new year, we pray that you may work mightily in every one of us. And I pray for uh, my dear listener who's listening. And I pray that you may be with him and be also with her. Uh, And we also ask that you may uh, bless us all. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.